Ethan, Nat and Sean podcast. I have to say, when I watched Dead Poet Society and they all stood on the table and said, oh, Captain, my Captain, I thought that's a bit fair, far-fetched. Carpe diem, Nathan. But then the pandemic happened and I found my Robin Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Mark McGowan. Hey there. How are you? Oh, hey, that was a really nice intro. Do you want to be a little bit more upbeat, please? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Great to talk to you, Nathan. Thank you for that kind comment at the start. (laughs) <laughs> Mark, it's been uh, a big 24 hours for you. I know you've um, always been given the thumbs up from WA, the WA public, but over the last 24 hours with the comments on the mullet yesterday so and funny. also the fact that 60,000 people will be able to go to Optus Stadium in over a month's time, it's, it's a big deal for WA. It certainly is. So we announced uh, further opening up our economy within Western Australia yesterday. Um, one of them will be the stadium on July 18. Uh, but as of uh, this Saturday, the stadium will be able to have um, half capacity. So, you know, after Waffle or someone like that like that wants to organise a game, I'm pretty sure they'll get a good crowd. I have to tell you, Mark, um, over the last few weeks, the amount of people that had a very strong opinion about the border closure, right, um, they've been mouthing off saying, you know, I think this and I think that. And you always erred on the side of caution because of something like what's happening in Victoria could mm. happen. And I couldn't back you in um, hard enough, really. I think that I think it was the right call, and I really love what we're doing right now because we're really opening up the state, um, and we're, we can money spend in money state, in our yeah. own state. It's a good idea. Exactly. So that's what we're doing. We're allowing people to open up their businesses and sporting grounds and the ROC arena and pubs and clubs and all that sort of thing far more than any other state. All the other states haven't pretty much half closed or closed. Um, or virtually closed. Uh, and so um, our border arrangements, both international and interstate, allow us to do that and also at low rates of infection. So hopefully, uh, as the economic figures come out, uh, our unemployment rate uh, will go down and people will be back at work. Yeah, it was high, uh, the highest in the nation just last week when they were announced. So hopefully this gives it a real injection. On that mark, though, I've been a person that's really looked and thought, okay, how is we need a solution to the hard border um, stance? And whilst we all agree with you at the start, I was kind of leaning recently towards um, you know opening things back up. Or Sean was saying some terrible an, things about you. Certainly giving an <laughs> end date. Um, you did say yesterday that you were thinking it was going to be sometime in August, but because of the outbreak in um, Victoria, you you have to um, check out this and whether it will work for us. I guess my question is, why can't we kind of open up around that period to maybe other states that are doing particularly well like us? Like South Australia and Queensland and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) Right. Um, Look, the reason is a couple of things. Well, we've got some advice that says it's uh, unconstitutional to do so. Secondly, um, South Australia and the Northern Territory are the ones talked about. That's about 5 or 6% of the state's population, uh, the nation's population. Yep. It's just... um, and then you rely upon their border arrangements. So you rely upon what they do on their borders with Victoria, for instance. So I'd just rather be safe and secure. And uh, the benefit of opening up to South Australia or the Northern Territory would be so minuscule as to be virtually non-existent. Uh, and uh, so what I say is if you want to go on holidays, go on holidays in WA. Um, and uh, eventually we'll bring the border down when it's safe to do so. Um, Mark, I know this is the million-dollar question, obviously, and you don't know the answer just yet, but after speaking about this, borders just within Australia, I've heard rumours international travel won't be allowed until 2023. Oh, she's freaking That's out. Ludicrous, That's too much. Surely. It's not going to happen. That's not right, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> you want to get... 
get to Bali as soon as possible. <laughs> oh, oh, apparently they don't have it there, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Super safe. Look, I don't, I don't know when we'll open the international borders. Like everyone, you know, um, West Australians are great travellers. You know, about half of us go overseas every year, so I know people would like to go overseas, but the, the prospect is that it won't be in the uh, it won't be in the near future. Oh. But whether it's twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two. I think it's dependent on things like a vaccine and it's yeah. dependent on, you know, what quarantine arrangements we can come up with. But, you know, at the moment, any Australian returning from overseas, and they still come back every day, by the way. Yeah, that's the uh, thing. Can you, sorry, Mark, on that, can you, know, you give us an understanding of that? Because I, I, I don't think a lot of us have got a picture on what that looks like. So every day... People are coming back to Western Australia. Which really annoys me because they also they seem to be bringing back COVID and it's ruining our Uber rating. <laughs> exactly. Good point. Uh, people come back every day from overseas who are Australians who have been living over there or whatever. And it turns out um, there's literally hundreds of thousands of Australians who live overseas and so they're slowly trickling back. Nah, cut them and off. we have to put them up in hotels and the like. Apparently it's against the law to keep an Australian out of Australia. So, <laughs> right. uh, so you know, that's the, that's, that's the situation. Yeah, but they should have come back living, earlier. Yes. They should have come back earlier. Or now, they've had enough time to get back now. I really like, I don't know which state it's doing, but one of the states, I think it might be Queensland, are now charging um, their people for staying in the hotels. We've paid enough for this, mm. and I completely agree with it, but now you've had enough time to get back. I agree with you, mate. So if you come back well, now, foot the bill. Nathan, I agree with you as well. Yes. Um, people should have come back before now. And they annoy me because, you know, we're trying to keep everyone safe and these people still keep coming back, and they should have come back months ago. But in any event, we've raised this at National Cabinet. Prime Minister says against the law for it to keep them out. <laughs> He's as frustrated as we are, so we just quarantine them. We're, uh, we're seeking... Um, to work out how to recover the money from them, it's not so easy, but we're doing our best. Well, okay, that? We, we know really some people. Thing. Give us the addresses. <laughs> yeah. We know some people. Yeah, it's just be a knock on the door. Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. I did mention earlier on about the mullet, which is a question that got um, national coverage yesterday. It was it was a it was a bit of an outcry, you know, particularly from your kind of area down in Rockingham. You know, that's just a staple down there. I would have thought. Yeah, people with mullets are badly um, treated. Yes, I think in our community, they're marginalised. Yeah. Sean would, yeah, they are marginalised. Sean would have had a mullet in his day. Sean had a mullet, and then he went. Then he had an undercut as well, which was like, God, next level, next double level. mullet, a double, double mullet, mullet. Yeah. yeah, a mullet. <laughs> no, I was asked about the mullet. They're badly treated. Yeah. Um, I said that people with mullets should be able to buy a beer in a pub. Turned out this bloke who had the mullet went into the pub wearing a thong and a shoe. Yeah. That may well, that may well have caused a couple of issues. That's probably what, a shoe. thong and a shoe? I, I that, yeah. yeah. A thong and a shoe. He's hedging um, his bets, mate. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and, and it turns out he's blaming the mullet, whereas it may well be what was on his Oh. Maybe what was on his feet. Okay, oh, he left that, that well, detail that's out. interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> yes, but uh, let's get the security. Get, Nathan, use your contacts. Get the security video, and yeah. we'll check it out. Done. You know me. I'm, I'm on. It. I'm yeah. on it. The, invis- the investigation it? is open, Mark McGowan. Hey, I have not spoken to you since I painted your portrait in with a meat pie. Can I say I watched that online hmm. oh, on Facebook? You're very talented. He is. Right? He's brilliant. Isn't that incredible? My favourite thing is, is the talented. absolute shocking surprise from Mark's mouth. <laughs> I, well, I knew you were funny and handsome and handsome. You know, delightful handsome. and bright. 
and and everything else, fit, strong, muscular. Yes, muscular. <laughs> but muscular. I didn't realise you were artistic. Hey, so Mark, we've had it in the fridge since we painted. It was about a month ago. Yes, it was a month ago. Yeah, mate. about a month ago. Oh, it was outstanding. We've had it in the fridge, right? Because we thought, okay, it's of course perishable, so it's not going to last. So I've got it out of the fridge right now to unveil it to Sean and Katie. And if we all deem that it looks fine enough for me to put some varnish on it, we'll have, we'll discuss. Wait, there, we'll discuss what's happening. Nathan's going to show us here, and we'll it, give you the reaction. It's, it's, uh, so uh, essentially stiffened mints on your face. <laughs> Mark, you have never looked better. It, Here it is. Mark, you need, you really look your best with stiffened mints on your face. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> that, has, is, that has held up bloody brilliantly. Oh, sorry, it is I so forgot good. how good I forgot it is. How so good, it is. Mate. So, Mark, now that it's past the um, it doesn't look gross test and we could varnish it, Sean, what do we think? That, what well, do we think? Well, I think for the effort that Nathan's put in that you'd be able to display it somewhere in at, you know, Parliament oh, House or something. Is this possible? Even just for a week. I'm sure the National Gallery would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> sure they, they make promises I mean, you can't. I have a word. No, no. I have a word the Prime Minister. Yeah, no, okay. So, so no, let, in, let, all let's concentra- in all seriousness, we went to a lot of effort for this and we've done this because you're a hero right now. Um, so if we do the varnish this and it gets sealed properly, can we have it displayed somewhere for at least a week of prominence, please? Oh, uh, We'll put it at the top of the bell tower. <laughs> so no one can see. I it. feel like Mark's being very sarcastic. <laughs> me too. Me too. I sure make you make it. Okay, come on, the give the us an answer. Gallery. I'll get the National Gallery to buy it. You know they bought blue pole that's painting for like two million dollars in nineteen seventy four, and now it's worth like five hundred million dollars. So it could be like that. Well, this could be like this. I think it. Could I be think like that. you haven't given us an answer. I know. Mark worried, is mate. literally is really mincing his words. You will display it. <laughs> as long it. as it doesn't smell. Yeah, yeah. We've we've checked smell. it out. It does not smell. I don't know how that could be the case after a month. No, it doesn't smell at all. It's been in the fridge. You've been in the fridge, and now we're going to now we're going to lacquer it. I've got things in my fridge that don't smell too good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sean's got a big nose, and he just whiffed it. I just give it a good sniff. It's 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 absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's really well done. Really well Well, done. If you varnish it, if you varnish it, we'll find somewhere. Yes! Oh my god, I'm so excited. We'll put it on the border. Well, I'll take it out we'll to the border. Put it on the border. <laughs> <laughs> so, as, we, as those people arrive from interstate and we turn them around, yes. they'll have my portrait there. I like it. So we've got your portrait out of a meat pie, and underneath we can spell out in sausage rolls F off. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I think we've got oh a contra- verbal contract. All right, mate. All right, mate. Mark, I think you're doing such a great job still. Um, you know, we couldn't be prouder to have you as our premier. I think the whole of the state agrees with that, so thank you so much. Yeah, and we're looking you, to hit the road with you sometime in the end of the year. Absolutely. We've got to go somewhere that no no, no man or woman's ever been before. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Let's do All it. right. See you, Mark. Get more Nathan, Nat and Sean weekdays from 6 on Nova 937.